Welcome to the Love is Viral show. I'm your host, Jeanette Schneider, the founder and CEO of Live Media and the creator of the Live Pocket Coach on the Apple App Store. Our premise at Live is simple. A healthier you today leads to a healthier world tomorrow. Our guests include neuroscientists, therapists, professors, coaches, authors, yogis, speakers, entrepreneurs, and those who believe that a bigger, better life can be found at the intersection of mindfulness and science. Join me as we nerd out with a little bit of soul. The Love is Viral show is a Live Media production. Dr. Bita Yadidi believes that there are three foundational secrets to health and wellness. Using these secrets, she helps busy, overwhelmed, and stressed women find their unique path to holistic lifestyle transformation. So they finally feel physically energized, mentally clear, emotionally grounded, spiritually attuned, and relationally connected. Not only does she treat clients at wellness to be as a California board certified licensed acupuncturist, but she also empowers women nationwide through her Take Charge of Your Life 12-week health and wellness program. In this episode, we discuss how to take charge of your life, the importance of being flexible while still getting things done, the need for being versus doing, how the small steps over time will create the big shifts in your life, and why we don't need as much coffee as we think we do, and what we can do for energy instead. Dr. Bita Yadidi is a California board certified licensed acupuncturist, a doctor of Eastern medicine specializing in preventative medicine, a certified Qigong, Tai Chi, and meditation instructor. She's the founder of the Wellness to Be at East West Integrative Wellness Center in Beverly Hills, California, where Bita and her team specialize in preventative and restorative health using acupuncture, cupping, moxibustion, infrared sauna, lab test, herbal therapy, nutritional guidance, lifestyle coaching, counseling, and mind body exercises. She is an inspirational speaker sharing her knowledge and wisdom about conscious living and is a faculty member at Yosan University in Los Angeles, California. Dr. Yadidi received her doctorate of acupuncture and Eastern medicine specializing in healthy aging and longevity in 2016 and a master's degree in acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine from Yosan University in 2013. Previously, she received her undergraduate degree from UCLA in sociology and education. She lives with her husband and two daughters in Southern California. Let's dig in. Hi, this is Jeanette Schneider. Welcome back to the Love is Viral show. I am here today with Dr. Bita Yadidi. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Jeanette, for inviting me. So excited to be here with you. Yeah, absolutely. I um, We were introduced by a mutual contact friend, um, someone who's been on my show. And what's funny is he reached out and he said, I really feel like you should have uh, Bita on this show because she talks specifically about how to handle uh, lack of energy and what to do to avoid caffeine. I was literally just having a conversation about my caffeine intake. I have like a love hate relationship with caffeine and I bet like everyone listening will agree. And I, I don't know about them and I'm sure you're probably asked these questions, but I'm getting all these targeted ads right now for like green tea, matcha tea, mud water, as and I'm like I don't know what to do like what what's good for me what's not good for me and so I think that this is such a great conversation because we have so many women who listen to the show who are tired burnt out they have multiple roles and responsibilities what do we do oh my gosh like that's the million dollar question right <laughs> so it's interesting because like my target audience and people that i tend to just resonate and work with the most are busy overwhelmed stress women yep. right and i think we can all relate 
So the, que the question is, what do we do? How do we handle this juggling it all, you know, working, taking care of the kids, taking care of the family, home, your self-care, and, and what do we do? So being a doctor of Chinese medicine acupuncture, what I love so much about this medicine and the wisdom of this medicine, it really is about preventative care. What do we do in little short bits and pieces? Like, so it's not this huge, quick shift, but small little pieces over time create a big shift in your lifestyle. So I've come up with this. So the question is, uh, what I seem to be struggling with, there's so many ideas out there where sure. I find a lot of my clients saying, well, which one is the right way? Do I take this supplement? Do I eat this type of food? Do I do that exercise? How do I know what's right for me? And my response is, there is never a cookie cutter. Depending where you are in your stage of life, we need to shift the diet. We need to shift the exercise, everything. But there are some basic foundations or basic fundamental principles that I've come up with. I call them secrets. And the reason I call it secrets is because it's the synergetic of doing it all three together to okay. see the results. I love right. that. Give me the secrets. <laughs> what are the okay. secrets? <laughs> so secret number one, which I have found is, uh, I call it a never skip morning practice. Okay. And the never skip morning practice consists of four areas. And that morning practice doesn't matter how long or how short. It's not the time. It has to hit four areas. It has to hit your body physical. It has to hit your mental health. You also need to address your spiritual health and then take actions. So it's that four part of a morning practice. My morning practice, I'm going to share mine, maybe that way others can relate. So at this season in my life, you know, when I had younger kids, it was not like this, but right now my kids are 16 and 19. So it's easier. Uh, the first thing I do in the morning, I just love to stretch in bed. Mm -hmm. So my waking up my body, it's not, oh my God, my alarm clock rings, put it on snooze or shut it off and grab my phone. No, it's, it's reconnecting to your body, reconnecting back to your spirit. And then also from a doctor perspective, I always teach my clients to, to create a relationship with yourself. And a relationship means let's get intimate. Let's get to know our body as well. So in that morning when I'm stretching, I get to do a quick scan. Is there any aches or pains in my neck? Do I have any tenderness or swollen joints? You know, do I have pain? Or wow, I do a quick scan and I'm like, I am pain-free. This is, this is a blessing to wake up pain-free. So that's what I do. I connect with my body. I do some stretches and then I do a scan. The next, so that's addressing my body. The next thing I address my mind and my mind for me is, uh, <laughs> this sounds funny, but I like to greet myself. I like to hear somebody tell me, which I don't get it often because either my husband's sleeping or he's gone. Um, I like to hear somebody say good morning to me. And when I say good morning, B, and my hand goes right on my heart, right on my heart, there's just this joy that vibrates 
all over me. And I'm getting the chills right now too, because it just means something to me. So it's finding something that is meaningful for you and brings that joy because I find that we can't depend on others. We need to be able to show up for ourselves mm, first. That's huge. Um, and I want to I ask you a question because um, I, I've, I've interviewed people before who are like, you have to be your own inspiration. And they talk about how we have to. But I love how you said you almost, you kind of greet yourself, like almost like you're the observer greeting the soul, right? Like there's almost the observer greeting the personality. Like there's almost two parts of you. Um, and I'm, I'm curious what your take is on that. Cause I've read a couple of books recently that talk about how sometimes we try so hard to be in what's going on. And, you know, it's, it's, we're just experiencing and reacting as opposed to, as opposed to observing and communicating with ourselves. Oh, what an amazing insight and question. Uh, the old beta, like 15 years ago, uh, was the most reactive indig- individual out there and sometimes mm-hmm. still am. But one of the key principles that I have uh, embraced in my life, it started off with Tai Chi, then Qigong, which is, which is by, it's moving meditation, really. And now I practice Vipassana meditation. And what meditation teaches us is to, it's a muscle that in the Western world, I wholeheartedly believe we haven't practiced it. It wasn't handed down to us. Whereas in the Eastern world, it's part of their culture. So it's like they grow up with it. And what we do is in the Western world, it's instant gratification, quick results. It's that. And meditation works the muscle where every time you're trying to just, you're not quieting the mind, but what you're doing is slowly becoming unattached, like you're becoming unattached Mm -hmm. and you become the observer of the mind and thoughts go and you realize, you notice that your thoughts are wondering and what you're practicing is bringing your focus back to whatever you were doing, whether it's Tai Chi, whether it's your breath, whether it's a flame, there's many different types of meditation. But ultimately, there's many reasons why we meditate. But I believe one of the biggest ones is learning, it's practice, working that muscle to allow every time the thought wanders, be an observer, don't attach, don't judge, just notice. And then say, oh, I'm not going to go with that story, right? Because in meditation, sometimes a thought comes, oh, I forgot to give my daughter lunch. What am I going to make for dinner? Oh, I'll go to the, and you go with the story. But what we're trying to do is slowly bring your attention to the here and now. And what that does, which is what my whole like core belief is, whatever we're learning in our own private space, whether it's the mat, when we're doing yoga, whether it's our shrine, you want to learn to integrate those principles into your daily life. Mm. We're not supposed to isolate and separate. So going back to your question, what are my thoughts on being an observer and not reactive? You don't want to react because you are reacting whatever energy that has come at you. So even like a child, your child, 
my teenager. She comes in and she's all stressed, tantrum, coming at me, attacking me. <laughs> coming at me. I know exactly what, what you're talking about. Literally. I have a nine-year-old. <laughs> and you're like, what the heck just happened? You know, you're right. reading your magazine or you're watching your Netflix and your child and just attacks you. And you can see she's blaming you. If you have not practiced this mindful exercise, i.e. meditation, you're going to react to your child. You're going to just say, you'll react in a way where you, your, your stress will go up, your mm -hmm. voice may raise, your blood pressure rises, right? You're, it's a reactivity. Whereas if you practice the principle of meditation, you notice. Yeah. You're breathing. Mm -hmm. You observe. You don't take it personally. Yep. You don't attach to the words. And there's this wisdom and insight that cultivates in you over time. And now you see the truth of what's happening. And it, it's so powerful because I mean, when we could, we could completely go in this whole realm of like, cause you could even start talking about like conscious parenting at that point. Right. I think it's so valuable that we are aware of this, this possibility, right? Like you mentioned that, you know, you, you do this as a way, it's like a, a practice and, and we do it here in the Western States. I think it's still, it's considered like almost pop culture right now. Like people, uh, uh, they're like, yeah, I know I should meditate, but, uh, you know, whatever. And I think what I've learned in my relationship with meditation and observance is that I'm more capable of going deep in the interactions and having really beautiful connections and proactive conversation because I've learned how to be not only the observer of self, of self but the observer of other, um, which I think is so incredibly important for lots of reasons, right? Because we let other people's energy sometimes muddle with ours and we don't need that. <laughs> you can not brush that off. Um, and we'll get a little bit more into this, but I know you, you mentioned that you have a practice for spiritual. Is that part of the meditation or yes. is that? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So before, you know, uh, mindset, I took, so my mindset, I told you, I greet it. Somebody can use it as like setting their bed up, you know, making their bed. Sure. Um, my spiritual practice is I do about 20 to 30 minutes of a morning meditation every morning. Uh, I, I sometimes skip like a Sunday, you know, but usually Monday through Saturday, it's, it's for sure. Now, because I'm a busy, overwhelmed, stressed mama, and most of my clients are busy, overwhelmed, stressed, like one of the things I teach people is how to take charge of your life, which means just because I wake up and I do a 30 minute practice doesn't mean it works for you. So there are moments that I'll skip my 30-minute morning practice at that time, but I'll get it in at 10 a.m. now, right? So it's learning also how to be flexible, but getting it done instead of being super rigid, which I know it's counter what you hear about all these uh, successful people out there. They're mostly men and it's go, go, go rigidity, but from a place of femininity, the power of the woman, the yin, it's learning how to be flexible because if we're not flexible, we're going to break.
Your circle is everything, and I like to invite you to join mine. Today, the Love is Viral show is brought to you by Gold Circle on Live Pocket Coach. Our exclusive Gold Circle membership includes over 130 pieces of content on self-development, relationships, money, and vision, weekly group coaching calls, monthly webinars, and access to our private live community in real time for a fraction of the price you pay for traditional coaching. The Gold Circle is interactive. As you share, we build the courses and offer you the circle you have been looking for to move you to the next level in your life. Download the Live Pocket Coach on Apple and select the Gold Circle membership from the subscription options in the menu. I'll see you in the circle. I love that. I just got the image of water, right? Like, what is that? Um, the quote is, uh, you want to be um, like water where you can guide a ship, but I can't remember the, I, I'm, it's going to drive me crazy. I'll have to put it in the show notes. But that fluidity and that ability to kind of bend, because I worry that there are so many YouTube videos out there right now of these people who are like, this is how a millionaire wakes up. This is how you do it. It needs to look like this. And we don't allow people to figure out their own schedules, to figure out their body chemistry, to figure out their own needs. And we start giving them like, here's the plan for, you know, $14.99. Yeah, exactly. And we don't actually tell them like, hey, like tap into yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And ultimately, you know, uh, especially being love is viral. uh, Ultimately, I believe our purpose, like, because there's so many purposes, big purpose, small But ultimately, there's this, I believe it's getting to know your higher truth, Mm. getting to know yourself, all of you, because once you have finally embraced all of you and you know who you are, you just be the concept of being instead of having to do. And in that space of being, and I'm not saying being and just meditate, don't create. Right, right, right. In that beingness, one, your light is just radiating and that's already helping others to shine because now you're shining the light on them. And two, in that space of emptiness and space and that space of beingness, that's where the insight, the truth, the how to navigate, what to produce. Like if you're stuck in your career and you're indecisive, it's in that beingness where you'll get the true answers. And this is deep. Like Jeanette, what we're talking is deep, right? Oh, I know. I have tons of questions. (laughs) I'm like, all right, hold on. Let's go into this. (laughs) It's really deep because I know people are like, wait, but what if? But it's like, let go of the mind, drop into your heart center. Yeah. And the more you can just love yourself, be with yourself, everything just falls into place effortlessly. Well, and I, so this concept, and I don't know if you're, you followed some of this in, in spirituality, they talk a lot about, you know, kind of like your shadow and your dark, your light, right? And they talk about shadow work and how important it is to do shadow work. And I think that we've almost even over communicated that to the point to where it's become like a chapter in a book. And you're like, oh, I have to accept the fact that sometimes I can be a jerk. And I think it's so much more beautiful than that, right? I think sometimes if we look at the parts of ourselves that we don't like, and have not yet accepted, we'll realize those were the parts of ourselves that were able to stand strong during times of triumph that got us through, that were more resilient, and maybe they're not beautiful in all of their glory. Um, 
but they are a part of us that shouldn't be denied. And I think once you get to that place to where you're like, this is, I'm not, a, there's not a duality to my shadow and my light. I yeah. am, this is who I am. Yeah. And that's not bad. I've learned, right, not to use toxic behaviors within my relationships, but I know that this you know, part of me will help me get through hard times. And I think a lot of people struggle with that when you talk about being versus doing, because it's almost like our personalities, our personalities and our, our, our traits and our experiences have become these things that we're like, we're almost trying to create this grid of what's good and what's bad and what comes with us and what doesn't and what's triggered and what's not. And like, it's almost like we've overcomplicated something that actually could be really simple. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and it's the mind. It's, it's this crazy mind of ours mm-hmm. that, you know, it's amazing. We love it, but simultaneously it gets us, I don't want to say in trouble, but overcomplicates. Yeah. Because it, the reality is it is super simple. Uh, it's just going, I guess, going back to meditation or Tai Chi. We're just having experiences right? These are just everything that is manifesting what you and I are doing. We manifested this. We are co-creators and it's just an experience. But what we do, which causes so much complications and suffering is we attach to these experiences. And it's like usually twofold. Either we attach because, oh my God, I need it. I want it. I love it. I'm addicted Mm -hmm. to it. It feels Mm -hmm. so good, right? Mm -hmm. That aversion. And then the other side of, of, I don't want it. I hate it. I don't like it. I got to stay away from it. It's these two extremes. And I think in our daily lives, if we're not aware, that's what's happening constantly in the mind. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh my God, I need my cup of coffee. You know, oh my God. (laughs) Right. Or, oh my God, I need to go. I even need to go meditate. Even that I need to meditate is also an issue. This need, this attachment is what causes the complications and causes the suffering. Yeah. And that is one of the other principles you learn. And I just love these uh, ancient wisdom practices. There's so much wisdom in it. And at first we think, oh, it's to look good, to feel better, to grow, uh, age gracefully. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's really wisdom and truths and principles of how to live our life. Mm. I love that. I know that you mentioned um, taking action. I need to ask you about that because that's something that I've been talking about quite a bit. I think in my study of um, self-development and spirituality, I'm a, I'm a nerd. And right now I'm learning that I'm in a neuroscience academy. So like, I'm just, I'm a lifelong learner. I just, I'm constantly wanting to learn. I, I have guests on the show that I can learn from. And one of the things that I've noticed is that um, we also get into this whole, like, I have a vision for my life, but then we get stuck on the vision board. Or we have this, I'm going to dream it or I'm going to pray for it, but we don't take action. So talk to me about what you mean when you say taking action. Sure. Well, twofold, uh, because of what you said earlier, too. I I think of a bow and an arrow, Mm -hmm. Okay. I know where I want to go. Now I'm aligned. It's like when we talk about Tai Chi, like you've got to be aligned. Mind, body, spirit is all aligned. So you're doing these 
we're, we're taking charge of our life one way through meditation, one way through journaling, right? Uh, to align yourself. You shoot the bow and the bow is heading there. Mm -hmm. Principle number one is you let go of the attachment to that destination. Like if you're attached to it must go there, you've lost the pr principle of life. Mm -hmm. And that's where disappointment comes. That's where resistance comes. That's where you're not being fluid and flowing. Okay. However, sometimes we sway away from that path. So all of a sudden you notice, wait, the bow was heading to the left, but I'm navigating life to the right. So mm -hmm. you're scattered. When we're scattered energetically, we're more lost and we're having a harder time moving forward because energy is being dispersed in too many places now. It's not focused. So one of my morning practices that is super important that I highly recommend is before you walk out of your house, you look at yourself in the mirror and you ask yourself, how do I wanna show up today? Mm. How am I being of service today? Or maybe somebody is struggling with forgiveness or struggling with with grace or struggling with patience. Today, I'm gonna to I'm gonna practice patience. Today, or somebody is trying to learn how to be more of service. Today, I'm gonna to find three people that I can help, right? So it's setting the tone of how, for me, it was a period of time where I was juggling school and family and kids and life. It was, Today, I'm gonna to get to three of my to-do lists. I'm gonna complete three of them. Like mm -hmm. that's even, cause that's focusing, that's setting the intention for today. Now, am I thinking if somebody says, well, how about X, Y, and Z? Of course, that's why there's so many other tools in self-transformation. You've mm -hmm. got journaling, you've got talking, you've got music therapy, you've got meditation. There's so much, there's so much out there, which is the great thing. And that's where I say, don't get stuck. Cause I experienced this myself with my patients. Don't get stuck on just having to do the practice every day. Consistently being consistent is the key, mm -hmm. but being in tune with your needs at this time. Well, maybe today I'm too relaxed. Maybe my energy of meditating in the Vipassana is being too yin. And I need a little bit of fire. I need energy to wake up. So you know what? I'm going to do my Kundalini yoga. Mm. It's meditation, but now it's with movement, mm -hmm. right? So I always say be flexible, check in with yourself, but show up for yourself every day, even when you don't want to. That, and you must address those four keys. The intention of the day, taking action. It could be huge. It could be small. I'm going to go to the recording studio today and get my song completed today. One song. I'm going to sit down and write a paragraph to the beginning of a future book that I have planned for myself. Right. Right. It's just setting an intention and making sure you get it done. For me, I tend to say the same thing over and over again. Uh, that I look at myself and I say, I'm going to navigate life today with grace, compassion, love, and patience. Like, mm -hmm. that's, that resonates for me where I am in my life right now. Do you find that when you start the day like that and you have those words in mind, and if something comes at you, 
are those touchstones for you? Like, do you find yourself kind of being like, I said <laughs> I was going to navigate the day with grace and patience? Um, is it like, how do you turn towards those? And as you've gotten more used to it, is it easier? Yes. So it's very hard at the beginning because you, it's, it's new. It's like a baby learning how to, you know, crawl, mm -hmm. then stand up and fall, then walk. It's baby steps. Right. And I always say, be, be kind and loving to yourself. You know, there's no rat race here. It's just looking at yourself and asking, where was I yesterday and where do I want to be today? It's about you, nobody else. So yeah, it is hard at the beginning. How many times did I slip and fall? I said that to myself and I'm yelling at my husband, <laughs> at my kids, hurry up, get your bags, we're late, we got to go. You know, there's no grace or patience in there. Right. Okay, but life always gives you second chances and third chances. So one of the principles, you know, in Take Charge of Your Life that I teach that came from the I Ching and Tao Te Ching is in Chinese medicine, we look at life in three aspects. There's this Zen way where everyone's like, just go to the mountain and be Zen. It becomes flatlined. Mm -hmm. But if this line, let's say it's a 12 inch line, it's flat, completely Zen, it's actually flatlined, you're dead. Mm -hmm. Think about it here. Right. Then if you take that 12 inch and you go into these extremes of highs and lows and reactivities, uh, this 12 inch string will become like maybe eight inches. Mm -hmm. So it's shortening your lifespan because of the extremes, highs and lows. To answer your question is what we want to do is first we go from my, my experience was flatline then extreme, then back to flatline. But what your goal is, not flatline, is to do this subtle curve, mm -hmm. which this subtle ups and downs is, oh, I just reacted or, oh, I lost my grace. You catch yourself, no judgment. Next time, oh, I'm, oh, look, I'm good. I got the grace. I didn't react. So this 12-inch string that gets shortened with extremes actually becomes longer when it's more balanced. And now you've expanded your lifespan because at the end of the day, I would like to live here as long as I can, but healthy. Yes. Right, yeah. mind, body, spirit. So to answer your question again, does it get easier? Yes. Is it hard? Yes. But it's, again, what I said earlier, it's the synergetic of doing these things all together that over time builds that muscle. It's like after giving birth, you don't have that tummy anymore. Now you want a six pack, let's say, even a <laughs> right. four pack, right? Right. You work out a little, you see it tightening up after two weeks, like, oh, you know, the muffin top is going, you know, you keep going, you keep going after a year of consistent work in that year. Did you skip a practice or two? Did you have a hard time? Yes. Did you have moments of like, oh my God, I did 80 instead of 60, right? That's the journey. The destination, let it go. That's the journey. You're learning all of that. And before you know it, you have a freaking six pack. I right? love that. Well, it's a great analogy. I mean, that any woman can understand because I think sometimes we get like so wrapped up in what's happening in the moment. I know that for me, like I've had this practice for quite some time. Um, I think I started... 
I started practicing yoga in 2009, but I really started to get into meditation in 2013. It was basically how I uh, navigated a div- my divorce. I I learned um, so much. I'm a completely different person <laughs> than I was Absolutely. when I was married. And I think it's really fascinating because if you look over the, the course of, of that time, like I'm like, wow, from that point till now, night and day. But then you have those experiences, and especially with with COVID coming in, right? There's so many people who, all of a sudden, your your mom, your teacher, your camp counselor, your you know, you're having to kind of juggle all of these things and figure out how to you know make money and and keep a relationship. And I think sometimes when we're in those moments, a lot of people have been sharing with me like I'm losing my practice, I'm gaining weight, I I can't sleep, and it's almost like. You want to go back to the practices, but it's almost like you also really get the carbs called you. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and I have realized that coffee for me is a comfort. And it's not as much about the caffeine as it is there's something about holding a cup of coffee to me that feels comforting. Yeah. And I had to make that observation of self to where like whenever I start craving, I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on in you? Are you actually tired and feeling like you need a little burst or are you sad and needing comfort are you feeling overwhelmed and what I learned and this is that whole like really paying attention to your body and what you need as an individual is if I take a walk um for at least 30 minutes I come back like a completely different different person person. it's it's amazing when we give ourselves permission I think to get to know ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that, you know, that, that awareness of checking in and realizing, noticing that this coffee is actually bringing comfort for me Mm -hmm. and then going deeper with that, without judgment, what is this about? You know, and and the question you ask yourself, you know, is this destructive or constructive? A cup of coffee today, is that really going to hurt me? No, but a cup of coffee or two or three daily is that going to hurt me? Yes. Right. Uh, and I, and so, yeah. And giving yourself permission. I think that's the biggest thing. There's so much um, type A personalities, do, 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 go, 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 make, make, make. And for example, for me, just on Sunday, you know, I had a busy week this past couple of weeks. I had a really busy Saturday, family, kids. I was exhausted on Sunday. I gave myself permission to be in my robe. It brought comfort. That's what I needed. And just watch, like seriously, Netflix binge all day. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> and, you know, and, and I noticed there's a part of me judging me like, wait, why are you not doing? Why are you not creating? You have so much to do. And it was like, but this is what my body needs right now. And if I give this, am I missing out? Am I losing? Right? I'm not hurting myself. No, I'm just resting, unplugging. Mm-hmm. It's like acupuncture. You know, you come in, we put the needles because we're unplugging you and then plugging you back in. And now you have 10 times more energy. Yeah. Right. So giving yourself permission and and going to coffee. That's like, I think a question you have are probably wondering, because I get this from so many clients in DMs is, is coffee bad? Can I have coffee? You know, should I have coffee? And uh, the question is, the answer is no, coffee is not bad. There, there is no bad or good, right or wrong here. Really. Coffee, if we look at it, it is an antioxidant. However, 
the coffee has a really high level of caffeine. Mm -hmm. Now, somebody may come and say, well, green tea or matcha has a lot of caffeine. If you do the science, the coffee in the caffeine in coffee is like six to eight times more than the caffeine in green tea. Mm-hmm. So one cup of green tea, one is uh, one cup of green. No, one cup of coffee is equivalent to six to eight cups of green tea. Oh, That's wow. how high the caffeine is. Yeah. Now you say, okay, so big deal. Here's, I'm glad you're a nerd because I am too. Yes. So the big deal is the body's nervous system has no idea it's a lion attacking me or it's a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. So each time you drink that cup of coffee, your adrenals get taxed. It's like it gets a little punch, a Mm -hmm. little punch each time. Now, once in a while, it's like it's stress. It's what's happening. The body's bringing stress and it gets hit. Acute stress once in a while is fine. We need it. It's like going for a marathon, going for that's a acute stress. Long-term stress is if this coffee, I keep drinking one to two cups a day over time, that accumulation of small little baby steps. Now you have kidney or adrenal fatigue. Yeah. Now you've really messed up your hormones. And this is something I teach in my program, Take Charge of Your Life, to the woman. Busy, overwhelmed stress. Mm-hmm. They think if they drink the coffee right now, they're going to get energy. A cup of coffee here, or it brings joy, or I use it as a social connection. Mm-hmm. But if you do this daily, now you've lost, you're no longer in charge of your life because your hormones are out of whack. Your adrenal is fatigued. So now mentally, you're not at your peak state. Physically, you're exhausted. Emotionally, you're more, you're deficient now. So you're more irritable. You Mm -hmm. go, you're now more reactive. The meditation principles are not working. You can't even sit still for a second. You can't even have a good night's rest. So that is coffee. I use that as a main example because that's what I see almost everybody having issues with. Do I need to quit? Can I still have it? Go ahead, have it. One cup of coffee. Now, I recommend to put a tiny little teaspoon, tiny little bit, I don't do a lot, of MCT oil, which Mm -hmm. is coconut oil. Mm -hmm. Dave Asprey talks about his bulletproof coffee with his oils. MCT is coconut oil. So you just take a little. And why? At least it stabilizes the brain and the glucose. Mm -hmm. So you got fuel for the brain, stabilizes the hormones. So you don't get, you don't have the highs and lows as bad, but still on a physiological and scientific level, you're still getting a little bit of the. A little of the hit. Yeah. Every day. Well, it's funny because so I'm taking this neuroscience academy um, course with a neuroscientist out of Australia. She was trained at Oxford and, um, when we look at the neurotransmitters and how caffeine affects, it's likened to cocaine. <laughs> so it's like cocaine and caffeine are like in the same category yes. as to how they actually interact with your neurotransmitters. And I was like, oh, okay. Like this isn't, we're not like cookie, you know, we're not sugarcoating any of this. This is like. This is the reality. It's, it's a, a stimulant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think 
I think everyone, you know, we all have gotten into the idea that there's like these quick fixes and these quick hits and these, like, I'm always looking for the perfect collagen supplement that's going to make my wrinkles go away, right? Like, we're always looking for the little thing that's going to be the hack. And I'm always, what I've learned in speaking of hacks is that there are ways to hack your brain, your body, your immune system, but they're not these quick little pills. They are a lifestyle. They are a way of being, and that actually hacks. It's a way of, you know, you were talking earlier about how to um, to, to meditate and calm yourself and um, and move out of some of those. So, like, we, when I was studying specifically around, like, your limbic system and fight or flight or when you're in your emotional responses and how simple question asking can move you into your executive functioning, right? And move you into a state where you actually, and you have the ability to, to hack your hormones and, and do things to kind of start to, to bring them, those neurotransmitters, um, light them up. And I'm just so fascinated by that because I think our definition of the word hack is like so um, American, <laughs> you know, like, and, and we have these practices. Um, and what's hilarious is everything that you're telling me, like neuroscience agrees with. Right. And so it's just, it's fascinating um, to me how much control and opportunity we have over our own body brain system and longevity. Absolutely. Absolutely. If we are mindful, but we're also kind of give ourselves a little bit of, um, you don't have to like schedule it into your calendar and (laughs) like just be aware of the things that you need to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you said it's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what this is, you know, uh, Chinese medicine, Eastern medicine, yoga, the old ancient practices. And that's what I do yeah. in the 12 week, take charge of your life. It's all about holistic lifestyle transformation, because I love you so much for saying this hacking, hacking, because every time I see something that says how to hack your I get so boiled. I get triggered inside because it's like, no, it's not about hacking. It's about getting to know yourself and doing little tweaks over time that Mm -hmm. creates a lifestyle transformation. And that's where now you're physically energized, right? You're mentally clear. You're emotionally attuned and connected. And now you're able to navigate life with so much more joy and Mm. ease. And even if the going gets tough, right? We're not here saying, oh, be positive all the time, spread love only, and that's it. You know, shit happens. Excuse me. (laughs) No, I love it. It's true. (laughs) It's like, and I love one of my yogi teachers always said, what are we going to do with this? It's fertilizer. You know, we get to play put our hands in and play with this fertilizer. Are we going to have crappy fertilizer? Are we going to really transform this fertilizer and plant the seeds so we can blossom into this beautiful being? I love that. I was thinking, I was imagining like a little MCT oil (laughs) sprinkled over. Right, just sprinkle it all. MCT oil, it'll be great. So I'm I'm curious um, from your your perspective, because you know the platform platform is called Love is Viral, and I love everything that you've talked about, and it sounds like you've already answered the question, and it sounds like you do it with your clients, but how would you either say that you make love go viral or that someone else could make love go viral? I loved your podcast when I saw it. Um, Love is everything. It's everything. 
if we can come from a place of love and there's and we could go on a deep conversation but i won't there's so many different levels types of love mm-hmm. but coming from this place of whole complete truth higher truth love the way love goes viral is first you need to learn how to love you mm-hmm. which we addressed that earlier all of you and the way I did it and still do it is I put a little big heart, I put my name in the middle, and like a sunshine rays, I put all parts of me, nerd, scientist, mother, rock star, whatever, and then all the dark, dark sides too, mm-hmm. right? I don't know, seducer, whatever you want to put in yourself, <laughs> you know, manipulator, you know, whatever you want. Whatever you got. Whatever you got, all of you, you know, greed, whatever. Once... I'm telling you, this practice is what I do. It take charge of your life. I'm giving it out right now. You make this heart, you put these rays, you write it all. You look at it. There's this, when you see it, there's this abundance of love mm. that just shows up in you. And you practice this daily with the meditation, with the journaling, with the music, with everything that you bring your guests on and with, with nutrition. So love is an everyday practice. Yes, we are whole, we are complete, we are true, and we are love always. But on this earthly realm of ours, you know, we get, we get dust piling on us and we disconnect from our real truth or higher truth. And that's where the, that's why we're doing what we're doing Mm -hmm. to clear the dust so we can get back to who we truly are, which is ultimately love and light no matter what is going on in your life or outside of your life. It does not identify who you are. Oh, I love it. So it's starting from there. And when you cultivate that and you practice that, the next step is you need to practice giving it to another person too, Mm -hmm. right? I just called to say, I'm thinking about you. I just want to tell you, I miss you or just sit with your child. Like I remember years ago when I was in school, there was so much of doing for my kids. And I was coming across Eggart Tolle's book. Mm-hmm. And he said, have you ever tried sitting down on the couch next to your child watching TV and just putting your hand on his or her lap? Or just holding, like I get tears, yeah. or just holding her hand or his hand versus you're on the phone he or she's sitting next to you, you're watching a TV or your hands are crossed, eating popcorn, watching TV. Yeah. I did that. And I, and Jeanette, huge shift energetically, yeah. huge shift in that child. So starts from you first, truly. It's a lot easier to go help the world, but you need to first help yourself. And we're not, we are work in progress always. Absolutely. It's no perfection. In my opinion. I love that so much. And it's so funny because my daughter, whenever we sit next to each other to watch TV shows, she will be like, no phones. Like she is, she is, she demands it. And she's actually taught me, I think, how to parent her many times uh, because she craves that connection and she will ask for it, like in plain language. And I'm like, oh, yes, yes, so ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. 
Um, I love it. And I know that you have a, um, you're gifting our audience a free meditation. Um, we're going to put the link and I'm going to try to convince you to put your meditations on the live app because I just have loved your vibe, your spirit and everything. If people want to follow you or find out more about your 12 week experience, uh, where can they go? Absolutely. You can go to my website, drbtayadidi.com. And I have a discovery call, a free 30-minute discovery call. They can set up an appointment and we get to know each other via Zoom and see what's going on. Uh, Also on my website, drbtayadidi.com, you have a whole page that says work with me, tells you exactly what the 12-week Take Charge of Your Life one-on-one coaching program is all about. Uh, Yeah, and then you can follow me on Instagram under and Facebook. Yeah, you you have all of you're all in the- all the places, and we'll put all of the links. And I just want to tell you how much I really enjoyed this conversation. I we could talk for a long time, um, and I just appreciate what you're doing. So thank you so much for being with thank me. Thank you so much, Jeanette. I appreciate you. Love is viral, and thank you for having me on your on your show. And looking forward to next time. Thank you so much for joining today. I loved Dr. Yadidi's reminder to give yourself permission to listen to your body and give it what it needs in the moment. You can find her online at drbitayadidi.com and wellness2be.com and on Instagram and Facebook at Dr. Bita Yadidi. Dr. Yadidi's free meditation for our listeners is at drbitayadidi.com forward slash free meditation. As always, please subscribe, leave a review, and don't forget to share with your friends. We are always interested in content that uplifts, so if you have ideas, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at dearlive at loveisviral.com. You can also find us on Instagram at loveisviral.media or visit our website at loveisviral.com. Apple users, don't forget to give the Live Pocket Coach a try by downloading it for free for seven days.